Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. And I'm Warren. And this is episode number 62. 60. Wow. 62. We're getting oh, so old. Yeah. That number was an inside joke at one point or another for me. Why? What, 62? Yeah. He's like, seven less than 69, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at that. Oh, you can't share it. It's too difficult to explain. Can't share it with the class? The context is just like multitudes of things. Okay. So complicated. Thanks for bringing it up. I'm happy yeah. to bring it up. I'll tell you guys another time. Jesus, man. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so, go, go ahead, it. Steve. I feel like you should just lead it. Well, uh... This week has been amazing. Robert got married, and the wedding was absolutely wonderful and beautiful. Yes, and uh, and holy hell, what a fun, fun time and wonderful celebration of love and uh, all that up in the mountains, which was great. And he's still out and about uh, with his new bride. And um, yeah, we got we got back on. Uh, on Sunday, and then today I started rehearsals for Toto. And yeah, awesome! So, <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I'm really pumped, man. It's it's a uh, it was a really really cool day jumping in, and it's my first time working with the uh, with the keyboard tech, and uh, just everybody in that camp is just so down to earth and really kind and fucking monster musicians. So, so today I was just like having to pinch myself constantly, just like, what the fuck is going on? This is amazing. So it was really, really cool, man. It's Cheers awesome. to you, yeah. Steve. Cheers, thank Steve. You. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm up in, uh, up in Burbank right now at uh, our co-producer and uh, good buddy Jeff Frickman's house. Uh, he was kind enough to let me crash here for the, uh, the couple weeks of rehearsals. And, uh, and yeah. So I'm pumped. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so sick. How long have you known? If we're going to just start by talking about this, because uh, oh yeah, so I've I've known since uh, since December. Um, <laughs> I, I auditioned for them in, in December, and I told the guys, you know, obviously about it because in the timeline with COVID and everything has has changed changed a bunch, and kept going back and forth with you know the world not knowing what the fuck's going on with itself. And uh, yeah, so it's been a really tough secret to to keep because I wanted to shout it from the mountaintops. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I feel like we all did a pretty good job at this. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. It's almost like it is unbelievable. Like when you when you said it the first time, I was like, "Wait, wait, yeah, what did you just say?" I did the same thing. (laughs) Did the same exact thing. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're doing like some sort of thing," you know, like like I misunderstood, and then and then he was like, "No, I'm actually gonna like play with them." (laughs) And I was like, "No, no, what? Oh my god." Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fucking cool, man. So I'm I'm pumped. And today, yeah, today was the the first day of rehearsals, and they they just uh, released the press release announcing the uh, the new lineup for the project uh, today, which was killer. I got a, a Facebook message from Manny this morning before uh, Warren before you texted me about it because I didn't even know it was coming out today. 
So I'm like, my phone's just been blowing up all day. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, just, ah, I got to put it over there. You know, <laughs> focus on these rehearsals and stuff. But yeah, pretty, pretty wild, man. And the lineup is just amazing. You got a uh, spot from Snarky Puppy and Ghost Note on drums. And uh, John Pierce from Huey Lewis and News on bass. Warren Ham is doing uh, auxiliary. He's playing saxophone and flute and uh, and percussion. And uh, Warren's been with with Toto on and off for you know since the eighties. And and uh, he was also with Kansas and with Donna Summer for a long time. And like just incredible. Uh, Xavier Taplin on keys um, as well. And We've we've got just like keyboard land set up over on over, <laughs> over on stage right. Sorry, war. Damn it! I'm having to <laughs> swap out. I do have to. Yeah, we're yeah. Switch to the right side of the force. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and then you know, obviously Steve Lukather on the guitar is just a you know total beast, and uh, Joe Williams uh, singing lead on everything and it's, yeah it's just amazing man really 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 fun man congratulations and you know thank you you definitely well deserved you definitely the hardest working musician i know <clears throat> so you know for those people who don't know steve i i think what you play over 400 and you know 20 gigs a year and you're just yeah. recording and doing all that sort of shit you know and and to see all the support is really awesome. Everybody has reached out. Um, you know, it's a fan of the band and everything, and it's yeah, it's cool to see all the support coming in for you. So very well deserved, and congratulations. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Henry, how you doing, man? I'm do- I'm doing good. I think I'm uh, I think I'm still recovering from uh, from this weekend. It was pretty crazy, you know. Just yeah, it's a lot of a lot of. Uh, I cried a little bit at the wedding, actually. Not gonna lie, it was, it was pretty emotional, honestly. <laughs> I was only crying because Robert was crying. That's yeah. <laughs> not for any other reason. Um, no, but it was good. It was up in the mountains. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of getting back to reality a little bit, I guess, because doing that sort of thing sort of takes you into like weird vacation land, I guess, for a little bit. And I came back and got a got a couple things in the pipeline that I got to be working on right now. So it's cool. Did a did a little bit of work on stuff today and just sort of getting back into a routine, I guess, more or less. Hell yeah. Uh, how about you, Andrew? How are you doing? I'm good. I went after the wedding to, which I also cried at the wedding. Me and Steve were in the bridal party, so. Uh, yeah, and then we've known Robert and his family for, like, over 10 years now. Steve used to live with the, Robert's parents years ago. Yeah, for, and for, like, four and a half years. We all... Robert's parents' house was, like, the house that everyone congregated at, you know? And he was, like, the connecting glue that held everyone together. So, we have known all his family... We've met all of his bride's family from touring across the country at different times. And so we knew everyone, you know, we knew all the families and stuff like that. So it was crazy to just go and, you know, see everyone in one place. It was like, holy crap. And, you know, realize how big of a part of these people's lives that you actually are. And that's the first time I felt like that kind of way at a wedding before. Mm -hmm. Even for, you know, cousins or things like that. And even something like my sister's wedding where I feel really connected, but I was too young to sort of like 
get what's going on in the lives of the people that are doing the thing. Uh, right. This one hit me like so much harder. It was like, oh yeah. my god, it's all yeah. happening. You know, yeah. like it was a great wedding. And then I went to visit my girlfriend's parents, which one of them was out of town, so it was just her mom. But that was fun. I went to this place called Apple Hill in Northern California. Mm. Um, it's basically the Disneyland for apples. There's not nice. really rides or anything. There's just a bunch of <laughs> apple-related stuff. There's a bunch of, bunch of toddlers and, and on tons leashes. Tons of families. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why it felt like Disneyland. There were so many families everywhere. Everyone was wearing masks and doing everything they were supposed to. But, uh, yeah, there was, like, we got, like, apple donuts and some kind of apple pie thing and apple cider. You know, everything is, like, made of apples you can get there. So we did what was that. the best thing that you had, apple-related? Have you had any of it yet? Apple yeah, iPads? yeah. There was this apple donut. There you it was go. More just like a fresh cinnamon sugar donut with some apple thrown in. But it was good. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was fun just hanging out there. It's, like, gorgeous. It's almost like the exact same scenery we were hanging out in at the wedding. You oh, know, nice. Trees every there and hills and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm starting to get more familiar with, like, Folsom and Sacramento. So, oh. Oh, yeah, we can talk about this. We went to this place called Hadley's Western Wear, which is, like, my yeah, favorite dude. Yeah. Out there. And I got to take uh, Henry and Steve this time because Steve actually drove me over there from the wedding. So, usually in you either to shop for, like, Western Wear or country clothing. I don't know exactly what to call it because it, it covers a lot of ground. But, um. You either have to go to vintage stores or there's, like, Boot Barn. There's not a good new place that sells country stuff because usually it's like, okay, you have your 10 shirts and they're all the same and they're all on the rack and you have all the sizes. And this is sort of like the exact opposite of that where they have probably 100 different uh, snap-ups in every size and they're all different. Like, if you find one in one size, you're not going to be able to find it in the other yeah. size. So, like, there's probably, like, you know, a thousand different snap-ups there, which is crazy in itself. And then they have, like, actual hats there with a bunch of different styles, actual belts there with a bunch of different mm-hmm. styles, like men's and women's crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. I think we all found something. I found a new jacket. Yeah, I got a bolo tie and a super sick, like, belt with, like, this cool braided leather sort of design on it and these cool studs oh, yeah. and um pair of uh boot pants i just got into them so I borrowed some for the wedding and i'm like these are super comfortable and they're great for wearing with boots so nice another pair of those and uh yeah some good finds there yeah i got two more of those uh wrangler retro uh mm-hmm. shirts wore that the, the- the I got I got I found some at Boot Barn, but I got this really cool like Paisley one, and then kind of a black. Uh, yeah, what's the name of that design? Damn it! <laughs> Whatever, the yeah, normal Western plaid. Where plaid? There you go. <laughs> this one God, I can't think of. You know, plaid. Yeah, flannel. But yeah, so fun. So fun. Uh, fun fact: uh, Warren and I wear the same size T-shirt. Yep. So we were uh, we've, we've been known to, uh, to to swap shirts on the road and keep it fresh so that we're not doing you know the same same thing every night. And it just I think it's going to cut down on how much we're actually going to have to like buy individually if we just 
yeah, pool pool together with it. <laughs> we'll see if anybody notices. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Warren wore that shirt two weeks ago. <laughs> we what should just all switch <laughs> switch the same outfit. <laughs> just and if we're doing a if we're doing a two show set, we'll just switch in between sets. People will be like, Whoa. Yeah. They're still right next to each other, but they're backwards. Oh, the things we could do. Yeah, now I like going to see my in-laws because I get to go to that Western store. That's my like yeah. reward for the weekend. <laughs> oh, and we went to a, uh, we stopped at a really great Mediterranean place too for lunch. That oh, yeah, that was too. really good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they had this this hummus that was called Kebab House. It was something. Yeah, yeah. Kebab House. What about the hummus? Boston. The hummus was ridiculously good. Yeah. Best hummus like I've had. Thinner than I'm used to, but it was, oh my God. Yeah. Incredible. Good oh, uh, podcast crew, we were toying around with the idea of doing a, uh, like, places to eat before you die or like a travel guide kind of book based <laughs> on all the stuff we've done. Would you guys be interested in something like that? Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Let us know. Send us an email or something if you're listening to this later. But yeah, um, we've eaten at some good places, and we like. I feel like every time we go to somewhere new, we try somewhere new. We we don't necessarily stick to all the same spots. So if that's something you guys think you'd be interested in, let us know. <laughs> we'll do the U.S. Uh, U.S. Uh, food guide and then the Europe food guide. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to start putting that together, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Just have to be more more diligent in our food commas of actually writing shit down. <laughs> it's like, man, that was so good. What was the name of that place? I don't know. I'm so full. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. So it just like goes to the wayside. It's like, where was that place in Spain? Like we'd hit like gas stations that have oh, yeah. restaurants oh, that I've yeah. anywhere at home, you know. And I'll. And, well, like, We'll never remember some of those spots. Right? Yeah, just it's just like chicken and fries or something like that. So if we actually like looked it up and looked at what it was and then like tried a bunch of stuff there, you know, and yeah, took like photos the, uh, of it, you know, like the gas station uh, chicken tenders that we got in Auburn. Oh my or, god, or Cold Colfax or Auburn. <laughs> or Oh my god! Dude, it was just like a what? '76 gas station, and Henry and I, when we were driving back down to Southern California, I was like, "Man, yeah. chicken fingers sound delicious right now." And I just ordered it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you pretty much like it makes no sense to buy these in any other quantity than eight. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I should have bought sixteen. Like they were so good. <laughs> they were by far the best chicken strips I've ever had. Like from anywhere. And we got them at a 76 definitely gas station. Up, yeah, definitely up there. Like They were like Col- Colfax, California. I, I feel like that anywhere is pretty aggressive, <laughs> but they were way too good to be at a gas station. Yeah, so. that, that, I agree with what I don't know about anywhere, but definitely way, way too good to have. And I think it's just because we were like kind of hung over and tired and stuff from the wedding <laughs> that they tasted so good. I'm sure that was a factor, but definitely they like, good. They were like flavorful and yeah. then they were super juicy. So yeah. Uh, Usually people screw that up, and usually yeah. a gas station chicken tender is about as hard as a rock. So, right. and it's like yeah. dry inside. It's like it's like biting into like a crusty like a bag of sand. Bag of sand, <laughs> sand. And that was like, have you ever eaten a chicken tender? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, how's our guest doing right now? Uh, I think he's still at dinner. I didn't tell you oh, about okay. my weekend though. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm kidding. 
It was pretty much the same. I was at the wedding. It was great. Except for I stayed in Tahoe for a couple of days, which was awesome. Tahoe is beautiful. We stayed around on the border. Um, you know, got to do a little bit of gambling on the Nevada side and then hung out on the California side. Cool hotel called Base Camp. And, uh, oh, I guess my highlight was I jumped in the lake early in the morning. Well, not super early. I think like 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, it was cold, but it was probably my the most, uh, I don't know, reviving thing of the whole entire weekend. And I spent like, a, you know, I didn't just jump in and jump out. I spent probably a good five or six minutes just standing in the cold water. And uh, I usually hate cold water. I try to take warm showers all the time. But um, it's nice to push yourself out of the comfort zone every now and then, especially, you know, you're at a wedding, so you've kind of been drinking a lot and, was a little tired at that point. So jumping in the, the lake definitely cures that right up. So if you have cold water and you never jumped in it, go out there and take advantage of it. And, uh, agreed. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Man, Steve. I, man, I got you to go so in the good. ocean earlier, a couple months ago. Yeah, but that was, you loved that it. Was, that was, that was nice. Like that was, it was cold at first, but like you acclimate to it. I feel like getting into like, you know, mountain. Like I'd, I'd have to be kind of fucked up already before I <laughs> even attempted that. I get in like you know right up to like you know top of the legs just before the nuts, and like then it's like nah, no, nah, just that, that's far enough. Like uh, I already can't feel my toes. See, the best part is I, I probably I'm a, little, I'm a pussy about that kind of stuff. I, though. I went up to shoulder depth. And when you stand in the water that long and you're really you're like your body really like you can feel it pump. It sucks being in cold water. Like nobody likes doing it. But the best feeling is when you get out afterwards for like an hour, your body just feels like it's like you can like feel it. Just I don't know. It's it's an indescribable thing. And it's funny because, again, I'm not used to taking like really cold. And even if I, even if I do take a cold, cold shower, it's really quickly. And this was like, you know, seven to 10 minutes maybe. And then I got out, oh, wow. I was exhilarated after. So yeah. push yourself a little bit. I just, was, I just heard uh, the best parts when it's over, <laughs> <laughs> man, it's really fun. But like the best part, like you just got to wait. Cause like you do it and it's going to suck. And then when it's over, you're like, Oh man, I feel so good about it. How much that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> I usually just funny. jump straight in. Like, I'm just going to, like, because as soon as I start taking it slow, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And I'm like, no, you just got to jump in. Well, I did dive in. But then uh, yeah, after that, I kind of, yeah. like, st- stood around for a little bit. Right, yeah, right. It, was, it was great. <laughs> and, I mean, and so we went with Andrew and Haley, and they were in the water probably twice as long as I. They, like, swam out to a buoy and... Yeah, nice. but they're cold water people. So, <laughs> aren't you some kind of you know, uh, cold water person? Yeah. <laughs> you know those cold water people. <laughs> yeah, can't trust them. Growing up in Laguna ruined you. Yeah, all your Nordic blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It gets cold in Southern California too. Oh, it cold does. Cold water in December. It's just as cold as Tahoe. And I and maybe I'll start going. If you guys keep listening, hold me to it. And what we're on sixty two, and like maybe you know seventy two, I will go jump in the cold ocean again, and I'll come back and be like, on a Monday, I'll do it specifically on a Monday, so I can say I jumped in the water. Mark my words. Consider right. your words marked. They're marked. 
They're super marked. I marked the <laughs> crap out of your words, bro. <clears throat> did I mention that I marked your words? You did. Uh, I, I marked them even harder. Super hard. All right. Hard. <laughs> so, Steve, you're away from home. Yeah. I brought my Tito's with me. Seems like you found me. yourself a drink. <laughs> I brought my, my handle of Tito's with me, so oh, nice. that's, that's what I'm drinking. Getting, getting a little uh, little second wind right now. Nice. It's good. Just Tito's on the racks, man. Sponsor me, please. Sponsor Steve. For endorsements. Yeah. <laughs> Henry, what are you drinking, bro? Uh, I found this uh, when I was buying groceries today. Uh, this is uh, a shop at Grocery Outlet. They always have different stuff on sale. So this oh, is a yeah. 233, which is a great brewery. This thing's called Honey Hips. So it's just like a blonde ale, basically. Uh, it's kind of sweet. But it's actually not as sweet as I thought it was going to be, so it's actually pretty good. Nice. And, uh, oh, actually, you know what? That's a, that's surprising. Guess how much alcohol by volume this has. Is it blonde? It's. I thought it was a blonde, but it's actually not. It's actually stronger. I don't know exactly what it says. It's ale brewed with honey and spices, so it's like an it's ale. Ale? 7.2. Yeah. Like 8%? Andrew? 6.5. Steve wins. It's 8.3. Ooh. It's a strong ale. I've never, I, That's I awesome. figured it would say like it's like Belgian or something at that oh, percentage. Str- uh, is this strong ale? Does it say strong no, ale? Or you're it doesn't just saying, say, oh, it's a strong ale. It doesn't say strong ale at all. It just oh, okay, says cool. ale brewed with honey spices. style. Right, right, right. No, it's, it definitely does. It's deceptive. I definitely was like, oh, this has got to be like 4 or 5%. And I looked on the back. I was like, it's 83 Wow. Henry's going to be drunk tonight, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to be messed <laughs> up, guys. 8.3%. Crazy. Yeah, slurring his words. Yeah, you can hear me going already. I haven't even finished the first one. This is going to be a crazy night, guys. Oh, man. It's going to be so crazy. There you go. It's going to be crazy. Andrew, what are you drinking? Uh, Amanda has decided to continue the uh, sparkling water war. Uh, so we have every sparkling yeah. water that ever exists. This one's actually really good. Uh, it's Pellegrino... Pellegrino's Tangerine and Wild Strawberry. Sorry, I'm trying to read backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like orange strawberry, and I thought it was going to be super weird, but it's actually really good. Yeah, I dig those. Um, actually, this these ones, the other ones didn't, but these comes with these like weird-ass foil wrappers on the top that make it seem like way too hipster. Or, like I'm like, I don't need this on a soda or whatever, so... That seemed like a little much. Wait, and it still has a little push tab on top of that thing being on yeah, top? Yeah, that thing is almost yeah. like, you know, it's on top of a yogurt, like a mm. weird foil thing that you peel yeah. off the top. And I've got these before, the they don't have them. Experience, though, right? <laughs> it's all part yeah, of the I experience. I'm in it for the taste, though, Steve. <laughs> I don't need the presentation. It's all about the experience, bro. Take off the foil, it's perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, War, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Blood Orange IPA. uh, 21st Amendment Brewery. I actually didn't even know where it was from, to be honest. Um, We got them at the store the other day, and uh, usually I'm not a fruity or, like, you know, crazy fruity IPA guy, but this one's pretty mellow. It's not too extreme. Like, you could maybe have two or three of these, whereas like some of those other real fruity ones, I can probably only have one. It's like almost like a sour, you know what I mean? Like a sour, you can only have like one, but this is 
or not like a sour, but you know what I mean. This is good, so I would check uh, it out. First Amendment Brewing. It's got a nice. Do you know what, got Abe. Do you know what the Do you know what the Twenty First Amendment was? Uh, I don't. I probably should. It was the uh, it was the amendment that repealed the Eighteenth Amendment of the United States Constitution, which had mandated nationwide prohibition on alcohol. Oh, interesting. Oh. That was that was the one that repealed prohibition. Huh. So that's pretty cool. Well, that's pretty cool. It's got the presidents on there. Um, so you know, and I'm I feel like I never really drink on Mondays anymore. So now I have something like to contribute that's not just sparkling water wars with Andrew. So, <laughs> although that is fun, I mean, I, I have some good ones in there. I'll bring them out. You better. I have like nine more in here. What am I going to do with these things? <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Cool. What are we getting into? So are we uh, are we minus Spotify tonight? No, no, we figured no. it out. Okay, we awesome. actually have a well, messaging kind out. of kind of yes, but kind of no. And Henry's got a uh, a cool um, explanation for that as well. I do. I do have Henry an explanation before. Should we uh, cut that out? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. So Steve is at Jeff's right now, so he's not with his usual rig, but I actually figured out a little workaround, and uh, this is also going to be yeah, you did. kind of a fun experiment to uh, see how it works. Um, so tonight, I am going to attempt to play a couple songs from a band called The Move. Uh, they were a psychedelic rock band uh, from England in the mid to late 60s to the early 70s. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, their final lineup uh, included uh, young Jeff Lynn, who nice. went to form Electric Light Orchestra and be in the Traveling Wilburys with Bob Dylan and uh, Tom Petty and all that stuff. Um, so, so these two songs I'm playing are off their second to last uh, studio record. It's called Looking On. Um, the other important members of this group are uh, guitarist and vocalist Roy Wood, and uh, drummer Bev Bevan, and uh, those guys are also uh, were also in the original lineup for Electric Light Orchestra. Um, so what's cool about tonight uh, is that the first song I'm going to play I couldn't actually find on the internet. Um, and you can probably find it on YouTube if you looked for it, but uh, but I couldn't find it on the streaming platform. And uh, this is actually a good plug for. Uh, Cream Tangerine Records in California, yeah. which is where nice. I got this. Um, I subbed in for, for our friend Parker uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he wound up hooking me up with some vinyl because my birthday was the next day. And uh, this was uh, one of the records he hooked me up with because I've been curious about this band for a while. I've always wanted one of their records and um, grabbed it. And so what we're going to be hearing tonight is actually the two final tracks from this uh, compilation called the best of the move. It's a two record set. Uh, and if you can find this record, it's super duper awesome. Uh, super psychedelic. Um, it goes from everywhere from like uh, sort of creamy Jimi Hendrix psychedelia to like Beatles, Sergeant Pepper, more range sort of stuff. And um, really, really good. Um, unfortunately, not as well known as they should be is which is kind of the common trend for the bands i talk about on here um and so yeah uh we're gonna play uh two songs in succession from the last side of this record 
the first song is called Lightning Never Strikes Twice, and the second song is called Brontosaurus. And uh, this is the the move from uh, 1970, featuring a young Jeff Lynne with his buddy Roy Wood and drummer Bev Bevan and bass player Rick Price. So I'm just going to adjust this real quick, do some, and uh, here we go. Let the wind blow you out of my memory Let the rain wash you out of my eyes Too many bad times of loving you Now I gotta realize That I can throw you right out of my mind And put you right back in your place Cause lightning never strikes twice in the same place Can't live without loving you Carry on in the same old way Do anything that I want to do Say what I want to say Cause I can throw you right out of my mind I'll put you right back in your place Cause lightning never strikes twice in the same place
Oh, yeah. Finally, you play a song Did about it? a dinosaur. Yes. Love it. <laughs> gotta, gotta do it. <laughs> gotta do it. Yeah, yeah I feel like that, that's a classic rock and roll. That, that second, the Brontosaurus song was awesome. And I also want to get to, real quick before I forget, the sitar solo that fades out. Oh, yeah. The first song. <laughs> it's so awesome. How sick was that, huh? I love that stuff. It's yeah, so good. Hilarious. Loved it. Yeah, it's such a like I I was listening to that record the other day and I was like I was like I want to do this but there's no way I can like do this segment on this group and not play both of these fucking songs. There's just no yeah. way. I have to do both of them. Like <laughs> that, that's the solo just came out of nowhere too. Yeah, man. yeah. So cool. I, it's like they just like just punched in. Yeah. You know? They're like, well, uh, there's that section of the song. And I'll <laughs> just get the get the sitar thing going. Right. Just bouncing all those tracks <laughs> on the spot. Like, what? Just out of nowhere. I love it. That's great. You're going to get mad trickery. at me for saying this, but it reminds me of, like, rock opera, because that's, like, the kind of stuff that happens into it, and especially oh, yeah. that last song sounds like the Time Warp for Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. Or probably the other way around. Uh, they're just the same changes. Yeah. But the, how they just sort of, like, went to whatever section they felt like yeah. is very musical to me. And even in this era, there's like Jesus Christ Superstar. There's like other stuff yeah. uh, in the musical world that's like rock opera that's mm-hmm. uh, going on during this time. No, I, I think that's an interesting observation because like we all derive, you know, different comparisons to different music based on our experiences and stuff like that. You know, I just think they're they're a super unique group. You know, I I. Uh, I've been meaning to pick up this particular record for a long time and I saw it in Parker's shop and I was like, Oh my God, I have to buy this for whatever right now. Like, and uh, I'd, ne- I'd never heard of them before this. Oh, the, really? Yeah. I'd never uh, heard of them. Yeah. Check them out. Um, you can borrow this record from me if you want, even it's, it's super duper good. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, super, super awesome record. Um, there, there is an, unfortunately there's not a lot of their good stuff available on uh, streaming. Um, they're one of those bands that kind of got sort of lost in the title a little bit. So they have they have a few albums out, but I think this is such a good compilation of sort of what they did and the variety of stuff that they came up with, and it's all very, uh, very interesting and layered and artistic and stuff like that, and it's its, it's own thing. Um, I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but it sort of drives home the point of like uh, there there wasn't really like exactly a fad or anything like that. There wasn't a formula, you know, and yet still a band that created kind of weird, but still within the pop framework sort of rock music was able to achieve pretty veritable and like influential success doing kind of weird stuff. And I think it's really interesting. I just dig it a lot. Super yeah. cool band. Let that artistry flow. Yep. Without yeah. that, you're not going to get faded, faded out sitar solos. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> That's not happening nowadays. <laughs> and the whole rest of the song is like, you know, it's like power pop or something like that, like super groovy, yeah. and the drummer's just like ripping with those fast fills and stuff. Yeah, yeah the production sounds great, all the, mm-hmm. all the tones and everything. Layered harmonies, all that reverb on the vocals and stuff. Also yeah. cool. And not taking themselves too seriously by right. singing about dinosaurs. Singing about a brontosaurus, yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was, uh, my, my baby does the brontosaurus, right? Wasn't that the lyric or something? Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she 
really does. Is that like a deep throat reference, or, or my baby does a brontosaurus? It could be. Yeah. I mean, it like could long, very well long have been. neck for a, yeah. Could <laughs> I mean? <laughs> Uh, she's you can a see me winking on the and, podcast, but I'm yeah. winking. <laughs> Very well, could be. And and so interestingly enough, that you drew the comparison between Brontosaurus and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Interestingly enough, Tim Curry of the Rocky Horror Picture Show fame recorded a version of Brontosaurus on his first solo album in 1970. What? No yeah. shit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's so See? awesome. Right. Nailed it. See? Tim Curry has a solo record? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, another thing, too, is is uh, Cheap Trick, who we opened for, uh, on one of... They do a cover of The Move. On a, they do a song called California Man on one of their records. Uh, it's the same record that has, like, Surrender on it. And they reference Brontosaurus in that song. I was listening to that record a little while ago, and I was like... That's Brontosaurus. Like, they're totally doing a nod to Roy Wood in the move. So uh, it sort of just goes to show that these sort of second, third-tier bands that, that uh, are not as well-remembered definitely had an impact and, uh, you know, sort of far-reaching influence on bands that, that went a little farther, achieved greater commercial success. And, yeah. Uh, 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 like, like, Jeff Lynne is playing all the piano on those songs and stuff as well. And obviously, you know, from his experience with the move went on to do ELO and do some insane stuff himself. So it's pretty cool. Little, pretty cool little nugget of uh, rock and roll history. I think. Yeah. That was awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you for exposing mm-hmm. me to that. I'm glad it worked. And I'm glad yeah. we were able to like figure out a thing for the audio to work on my end. And yeah, it sounded great. Seemed like everybody heard it just fine. And, you know, for everybody listening and tuning in right now, if you go to our Spotify page, at the bottom of our page under Artist Playlist, there is a link to Henry's History Lesson Playlist that has all of these cool artists on it and a little bit more. um, I think in some cases, like, you added a song or two extra just for... Yeah, just to add context or, you know... Whatever. Uh, like I think last week I did I did three songs because of Eddie Van Halen's uh, passing, um, and then occasionally this is actually a pretty exceptional one because I can't find uh, the first song "Lightning Never Strikes Twice" on streaming platforms. It's just not. It just doesn't exist for some reason on streaming. Um, yeah. So lore. the only way you can hear the song without buying it on vinyl is either listening to that segment of the podcast or going on. I think you'd probably find it on YouTube if you looked for it. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Or maybe like Kazaa or LimeWire. Yeah, there's or, there's uh, ways to find stuff, <laughs> but you just got to... What, what was the other one? Yeah. Morpheus. But if you do, if you do want to buy it on vinyl because you loved it so much on the podcast, you can click the link in the description below for all you podcast listeners and head on over to cream tangerine. Exactly. Dot com. Amazing uh, record store. I've found so many amazing records there. Been turned on to so many amazing records because of that store. And, uh, our, our good buddy Parker Macy runs it and, uh, he will ship stuff to people. You can buy stuff online for his store. Uh, all over the world, all over the world, all over the world. Yeah, shipping. He'll ship so. it everywhere. He's the man, and uh, just a great, great dude. And uh, 
definitely has inspired a fair share of the Henry's History Lesson segments on this. Definitely got to give him some props, give a little, give a little uh, shout out to Parker Macy from Cream Tangerine Records. Hell yeah. We love you, man. Cool. Warren, if you're plugging, keep plugging. What else do we have, people? <laughs> what else we got? Okay, we'll do a little plug right now. We have a limited edition Wizard Halloween t-shirts that are pretty freaking cool. They're fucking sick, dude. We yeah. all got one. <laughs> yeah. We haven't ever done that with t-shirts in a long time. Like, it's, I like all the t-shirts, and this is the one I needed to yeah. have, so... Yeah. So those well, and those those are copy so, as fuck too. Yeah. Is, and they're great. It's just kind of a Halloween thing, but you know, maybe we'll bring them back. But I don't know. You got to jump on it quick because those are going to be gone by the end of the month. Um, we have the digital download package that's going right now. That is the digital download box set discography. I probably put those words jumbled up, but um, it's all of our discography from 2011 to 2020. Nine records. Nine records. It has six hours of commentary for, you know, all of your favorite Robert John albums. Um, it's got extra unreleased recordings. That unreleased recordings. All over from, you know, Tennessee to, I don't know, Red Bull Studios to all sorts of different stuff, even unreleased demos. And, um, yeah. And that's fun. Cause you know, that's just a download straight to your computer. You can take it anywhere. You can listen to it on your phone all day, every day for, you know, what was it? 14 of your life. Yeah. However many hours it is, put it on repeat. Um, yeah, you can't get it anywhere no, else. Too. It's not on 15 Spotify. Hours it's of, not on of content. Yeah. yeah, it's it's strictly exclusive to that package. So um, you know you can't get those extra things or nowhere nowhere else on the internet. Uh, well, uh, nowhere else available to stream and stuff. Um, and if you uh, if you're a podcast listener, or and if you're a podcast listener, we have a 15 percent discount. Pod. Yo, at checkout for everything at our store right now. This is only for podcast listeners. We don't promote this on Instagram or at our email list or on Facebook. This is just verbally right now. If you guys are listening, you can get 15% off our store by typing pod 15 uh, at checkout. And so you can get all these sorts of things. We have these new crow uh, Raven, OC shirts. Um, we have our American flag t-shirts are back in stock. We have bandanas back in stock. We have hats back in stock. We have, uh, I think I've covered most of it. And we're kicking a lot of ass is what you're saying, getting a lot of stuff done. (laughs) So pod 15. Yes. Pod 15, get your 15% discount. Go check out the store. Lots of accessories, lots of shirts, lots of things for you guys. And we have a lot of stuff coming up. So we have an email list. If you don't know, go to the website, subscribe to our email list. You also get other exclusive discounts and content that is only available through that. Um, Yeah. And we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. Henry does one more history lesson every week that you guys don't know about because it's on the email list. Yeah. You'd know if you're email subscribers. You would. Every Wednesday, man. I love it. So there's lots of fun stuff and we're trying to make it fun for our fans when we can't really uh, get out there and gig and, you know, all of your support means the world to us. So we want to make sure that we can provide relevant, relevant content for you. Um, 
So we miss being on the road and we really miss playing music. And as soon as we can do that safely, we're going to get out there and tour our asses off. So thank you for that commercial. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys like the podcast, you'll like the digital download package. It's just us talking about a lot of stuff, but in a much more honest and straightforward way where we kind of just talked about all of it. There's a lot of stuff that happened in the band over 10 years, and it's kind of fun to go back and, you know, if you ever wonder, like, what our references were, what those things were, you love that kind of stuff. So Funny quips about, you know, and stories from... The times that we were recording these records, and yeah, there, there's there's a bunch of fun shit in there, man. It's really cool going back and, and reminiscing um, about those those early records and talking about the studio, talking about the gear, talking about where we were at as a band, and you know, it's crazy. It's been a wild ride. All right. I got something for you guys tonight. And this will be fun for everyone at home, too, because I feel like it's different for everyone. What is the ultimate wedding song of all time? What would you walk <laughs> down the aisle to? And then what is the ultimate love song of all time? Like, what song would you make out with the girl into the backseat? Let's, let's do this in three <laughs> stages. I feel like this will be more fun. So, make out song. Love song. And then wedding song. Makeout song. You guys can play at home, right? All Think right. about it right now. What's your makeout make song, song? Love song. Wedding Is song. it a making love song? I would say, yeah. <laughs> makeout, or is makeout song and making love song the same thing? Maybe these are only two songs. Yeah. Because <laughs> making out and making love are kind of the same song. One's maybe a little hotter. Yeah, so than the ma- other one, like making love, like being in love, and fulfilling that with the bonds of marriage. Okay, I like it. <laughs> uh, are we? Are let's, we just going to start? Let's start with... one at a time. Let's just okay, go cool, one cool. thing at a time. So let's just do makeout song. Everyone think of your makeout song. Uh, I I got one already. What's your makeout song? Henry? It is. Uh, let me make sure I have the right title here. Uh, hold on. Uh, Chris said it used to be Love Bites by Devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a real panty dropper over there. All right. Uh, makeout song is definitely, oh, God. It's, it's one of the, it's definitely, uh, definitely All I Need by Radiohead. Makeout song, for sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Making Love Song is Untitled Wait, by D'Angelo. On. <laughs> We're just doing our makeout songs right oh, now. Oh, makeout song. Okay, okay. Makeout song. makeout song, All I Need by Radiohead. Okay. Do you have the ability to play these songs? Can you be on, like... I, I can <laughs> play a little... Never mind, don't do that. We're definitely going to get slashed. going to get taken out. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to have it right like here. A, a very, like, slow and, you know... Um, uh, it's just like, like dark. Melody. It's it's like dark and super codependent and like you know, it's a it's a great makeout song. Oh, okay, I got one because this was uh, actually my first time doing a lot of sexual things happened to this record. But you don't have to uh, mention any of those things. You don't want it. <laughs> no, that just wasn't part little, of the game. But you know, just a fun little tidbit. But um, uh, <laughs> come away with me, Nora Jones. 
Yeah. Okay. Come away with me in the night. Mm. Come on. That's so good. One. That's such a sexy record, dude. Fuck. It is. Her voice is insane. Just like this beautiful bed to lay on sonically while you're laying on a bed. Um, I think one of mine was uh, Delicate by Damien Rice. Like Ooh, a yeah. songwriter song about making out. <laughs> okay. I, I just thought of one. And I was kind of worried because I was going to throw out the sounds of nature, which doesn't really count, but implies that maybe you took your significant other into the woods or I don't know. Sometimes you don't have that option, but we did this weekend. Um, how about <laughs> much different, much different CMI guys, CMI. How about, how about, yeah, well, fucking keep going. I do, but it was a situation that one could find themselves. So yeah, whatever. Well, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just how saying it totally did happen. <laughs> <laughs> How about Daughters by John Mayer? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, John Mayer had to show up somewhere. Yeah, John yeah. Mayer's got to show up at some point. So that's what I got. Daughters that's by a, that's John a good Mayer. One. All right. Yeah. You know, and especially, well, I guess, I guess if you're a father right there, you, at that point, you're looking around for your daughter. And if your daughter's not around, you're like, what the fuck's going on? She's probably in the woods with that fucking bass player, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that's good. All right, best walk down song, <clears throat> or like, what do you mean best by best? What? No, no, the second what? one no, is just a... like being in love song. You just you're in a really good relationship. You're in love with someone. And you hear the song and you're like, man, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Michael Bolton, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> when a man, oh come this on, this is dude. this is probably ninety six changes. This is probably very cliche, cliche, but I'm gonna go with something by the Beatles. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Do 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 do. <laughs> I just learned that song recently. Oh, it's great. I was going to before we started like writing a bunch. I learned a bunch of Beatles songs, just like get them in my hands and start thinking of different changes and stuff. Something's a good song. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra said it was the best love song of all time. That's C, C7, C major 7. Yes. Sorry. Whew. Yes. Tell me all hot and bothered. Good, so good. Good change. George Harrison. Come on. Yeah. I think best my, Beatle. my being, this might be like cliche and terrible, but uh, Aerosmith, uh, what is it called? Don't want don't don't to miss a thing. Miss a thing. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That was like my middle school dance song, and uh, I feel like almost every relationship I've been in, someone, we both like that song. <laughs> Don't tell Amanda that, because she thinks it's just us. She's going to blow up the comments here in a second. <laughs> With a rare funny. time, she wasn't listening. <laughs> um... I don't know the name of the song that I'm thinking of, but it's like something you just have to wait. They said love don't come easy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the temptation. Uh, and the it Supremes. starts with, starts with the bass. Can't, with can't hurry bass. love. Yeah, can't, can't hurry love. love by the Supremes. Yeah. Boom. Starts with the bass. That's a good one. I would also like to uh, to add in like a, a slightly separate one. All my life, Casey and JoJo. I mean, come on. <laughs> My my other pick for this fire is uh, basically anything off of Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan. 
specifically, uh, you're going to make me lonesome when you go? I don't think I've ever heard that one at a wedding, though. Not at a wedding. I'm talking about... No, no, no. This is just a, we're still, oh, the, yeah. just love we're still sort of discussing... Just in general. Yeah. Wedding song. Walking down the aisle song. And just to spoil it for everyone at home, uh, Robert's now wife walked down to Here Comes My Girl by Tom Petty. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking Which cool. Was Very cool. good. I was crying my eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay, so so just a little tidbit about the wedding. So, like, we're up in the woods, right? And there's, you know, we're in the middle of this grove of trees and everything. It's fucking beautiful. The sun's, like, peeking through right at magic hour and everything. And uh, Rachel Roberts Bride just, you know, walks out of this cabin, like, comes, comes out, just walks right by like out of the trees essentially and like just light hits her and like it's just like everywhere it's just like oh, all the groomsmen were just like done we're sniffling and wiping tears the entire time man those <laughs> pictures are good sorry robert rachel all of your groomsmen in the photos are probably gonna look like i'm gonna be looking at the ground the whole time <laughs> <laughs> right. you can't cry when where the tears want to go <laughs> it was beautiful though yeah it was a great um, wedding well I'll say that so the like the walking down the aisle song like that's a little a little different I still think like as far as like a wedding song because I'm, I'm gonna throw this in there just as like a, you know one of the one of the dances or something but I mean fucking butterfly kisses dude <laughs> which we played so Robert oh, it's like the daddy daughter dance song. Yeah, but oh man, I had to sing that at my sister's wedding, and I was completely just like a wreck. I spent six months going to karaoke at the Wayfair, just doing that tune so that I could like prep for the day, and I would still just get choked up on the Wayfair stage, like thinking about like the story is just beautiful and everything, and like singing to my sister that. Had just gotten married, and my dad canceled her and stuff. And then our band, my our band, Robert John the Wreck, and my dad's band, the International, split the wedding reception, and uh, which was fucking awesome. But yeah, we had to play that song, and I was just a mess the entire fucking time. But I, I just think that's a beautiful wedding song. Anyway. I'd have to say, she'll change her name. Today. I'd have to say, in my mind, uh, Somewhere along the line, maybe not walking down the aisle, but somewhere in the wedding, uh, Harvest Moon by Neil Young has to be involved somewhere. Yeah, that was my sister's. Yeah, I think that was definitely. my sister's father daughter dance, actually. Yeah, that sounds nice. good. It's a classic. It's a good that one. would have been really well fitting for the vibe of Robert's wedding, too, with all the right. trees and all that. They nailed nature. it with the Here Comes My Girl thing. Yeah, that was like, yeah that was like oh man. I don't think I'll ever be able to hear that song the same way ever Never. again. Never. Absolutely. No way. <laughs> Cocaine and whiskey. <laughs> by them dirty roses. How about, uh, how about Kickstart by Heart by Motley Crue, bro? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Somebody out there, that's the perfect Somebody song out there's probably them. done that. Yeah. They're yeah. driving down, like, they're riding right, down Steve, motorcycles yeah. to that song. <laughs> I like the song by Ed Sheeran. It's called Perfect, which Chris hit on the nose. It's yeah. just a 
super well written and super well performed and says all the things where I'm like, oh god, like that's that's what it is, isn't it? Like it really like puts you in the place. Um I know it's newer and you could feel how you want about Ed Sheeran. I think he has some good stuff and some okay stuff, but uh I really like that song. Well I'm gonna admit I wasn't sure if it was an aisle song or like a walking it could out, be whatever. I feel like the okay. aisle song is like not going to be our choice anyways. So okay, the, the song <laughs> that I feel like somebody has to walk out as a couple, or if you don't hear this song at a wedding, I feel like you didn't even go to a wedding, and that's celebrate good times, uh, because I feel like that's almost at every wedding at one point during some sort of after somebody's gotten married, not like an aisle song. It's like a <clears throat> introducing the couple or something like that. What's a like first dance song then? What puts you in that place? First dance. Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to get married in here shortly. And I know that me and Eric are into Angus and Julia stone. And that's like Ooh. very acoustic, soft spoken type stuff so i you know that would be perfect for us but i don't think a lot of people know who angus and julia stone are um i don't i don't know it's a tough one i was thinking celebrate because i was thinking the happy fair. time i thought after. your last answer was fun <laughs> yeah, I angus and, julia stone. and if you haven't heard them you know what maybe go check them out they're from australia they write beautiful music and their latest album was produced by rick rubin very good stuff. Nice. Maybe that'll be your next walk out, walk down song, aisle song. <laughs> or your first or. Yeah. Moment. Well, yeah. Or maybe next. Or next. Or next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just add it to the collection. <laughs> well, at my sixth wedding. We had this song. Like, what? What is a song that you guys think? Like, what's the number one song that has to get played at a wedding, no matter what? Like, another one's that Bruno Mars song, uh, "Uptown Funk," always gets played on the dance floor. But I guess that's just kind of like a top forty song. Uh, like, what would you be upset if you're like, I went to a wedding and I didn't hear that song on the dance floor or something? Pony and genuine. <laughs> Come on, you gotta go. You gotta let the bridesmaids get down, bro. Yeah, that's valid. That's valid. After after Robert and Rachel's wedding, it's gonna be King Kuta. No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> because Robert and I had our own little dance party going on as soon as that I came on. I got a bit. <laughs> we all know then, all the words to that song. It was yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> I was like, then, man, I have listened to this song. <laughs> and then uh, and then Earth, Wind, and Fire, either September or Let's Groove. I gotta hear either yeah. one of those songs on the dance floor at a wedding. Yeah, or both, preferably both. And then, I mean, preferably like five Earth, Wind, and Fire songs, which uh, hopefully those two. But you know. I figure if you oh, like how can I live fire. without you, Leanne Rhymes, for slow dance? <laughs> Nobody does slow dances anymore, dog. Like, yeah. We don't, we don't have time for that. Uh, that's the only time I got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. What about you, Andrew? What's the, what's the song that you would be upset if you didn't hear at a wedding? I feel like Michael Jackson always brings people to the dance floor. Yes. I want to hear a rock with you just because everyone knows yes. what's coming after they hear that, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just yeah. gets excited. Yes. I agree. 
I was sad we didn't hear stroking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stroking. <laughs> a stroke to the east, a stroke to the west. Oh, man, that's great. Which is it was by supposed to be. It was on their list. Who is that by? Clarence again? Carter. Clarence, Clarence Carter. Carter. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter. Ooh, shit. <laughs> Go listen to Stroking. Henry, can you pull that one up? I'm, I'm going to use that song to play us out tonight at the end. Didn't we do that already? No, well, care if we, we did, we'll again? do it again. No, that's a great song. Because <laughs> we didn't get it at the wedding. That'll be great. <laughs> That's were you, That's were you expecting it? You were waiting for it every song? Like, ah, oh, damn it, next time. Well, Robert did it. say that it was on his... So Robert, like, curated the, the list of stuff for the DJ to play. Right. Right, and he was like, hey, like, you're only allowed to play the songs on this list. Like, we've chosen them very carefully, you know, and everything. And, and uh, I don't know if the playlist was just longer than the reception time was or, or what but uh, yeah never never heard stroking unfortunately we will hear it tonight there we go yes sir how about thunderstruck thunderstruck's way to start a wedding in the bridal party <laughs> have we introduced everyone in podcast world to the drink game thunderstruck? i don't think we have like oh my god It'd be funny to play Thunderstruck with the squares. Oh, God. Uh, Tonight's not the night we're going to Tonight's not the night. (laughs) I'm not ready for that tonight. That would be good. We we all got to get Explain Thunderstruck really quick. Yeah, so essentially it's a a waterfall type game, right? So uh, one person drinks at a time, and you stand in a circle, or you go in some sort of order. And uh, only one person drinks at a time. And you start whenever they say thunder. So they say thunder, and you, one person starts chugging. And then they say thunder again, and the next person starts chugging. You, like It would be Henry. Until they say thunder again. And Thunderstruck says thunder a whole bunch of times. And uh, somebody inevitably always gets stuck with the uh, giant guitar solo. Yeah, the giant guitar solo. <laughs> Which ends up being chugging like two to three beers back to back. Yeah. And depending uh, on how quick yeah. you're going at that point. Well, yeah, if you're not being a little baby about it. <laughs> but, and sometimes the beer is just really cold. I remember we did, uh, there's a video out there somewhere, and I, it might be on a, a little backup hard drive, but uh, we had, I forget what the event was for, but we ended up having a keg of ballast point. And we ended up playing uh, Thunderstruck with us in the band to tap the keg <laughs> and just let the spout going. And we're just drinking under the under the tap. And oh my god, yeah, the, we we didn't go anywhere for a couple hours after that. So that only a couple acts. <laughs> <laughs> it ends up working out to be like about three and a half to four beers each. And then whoever gets stuck with the solo, like you should probably have your own six pack. But you can knock out a six pack in like you know whatever the three minutes and fifty nine seconds either that song is or whatever it is. Yeah, surprising. Oh yeah, yeah. Lars said "Highway to Hell." That would be a good one too. Yeah, you just have to wait for the choruses. I feel like then like that, that's like the JV version, you know. <laughs> It's a good trainer. If, if you did Highway to Hell, you know, train for 
for your first thunderstruck experience. Yeah. Maybe it's just like jumping in a cold lake, you know, you just gotta you just gotta go for it. You can't get towards it first, you just gotta fucking <laughs> go jump in. It's a lot more fun when it's over. <laughs> yeah. The uncomfortableness makes you better. But yeah, those drinking games are funny. That's like I remember when I first heard about Power Hour, and it's like you take a shot of beer, a shot of beer every minute. I was like, that yeah. doesn't sound hard at all. And then One you start playing beer that, every minute. That's sixty you, ounces of beer. Yeah, I know, but my brain doesn't like that. Doesn't sound that hard. Like I don't think mathematically like that. I'm like, oh, a shot. Yeah. You know, I could do a shot of water every minute. That wouldn't be too hard. But then you like get into like the, you know, the twentieth shot, and you're like. Oh, I'm going to 60, huh? This is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's, what's, uh, Henry and I were talking about this, uh, I think on one of the drives where it was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, a, a gallon is only eight pints. Oh, yeah. I remember so, that. Yeah. So you have, you know, eight pints of beer in a day. Like, you just drank a gallon of beer. You have, like, you know, 12 White Claws or something like that. Like, that's about a little over a gallon. And like, so for some of these things, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, no, I didn't drink that much. I only had like 12 white claws or nothing. It's like, no, you drink a gallon of seltzer. <laughs> fucking glutton. That's crazy. When you put, I'd never really like, you know, I don't think right? that way. I don't think a lot of people think about it that way. Yeah. I mean, in uh, some Michael, case, Michael said, uh, water is even hard at that rate to, to drink <laughs> one shot of water. I feel like the hydration, hydration challenge. challenge yeah. <laughs> we should do it. That could be fun. That could be something we could do in the van. Yeah. If we podcast from the van. We'll just, we'll just do a, a quick uh, snippet of a segment of, uh, have a new, new segment called, uh, you know, van games. <laughs> Van hydrated the aquamobile. I don't know. Spitballing. Something we'll, like that. We'll figure it out. It'll come. <laughs> it's gonna really suck if we choose the wrong place to do that though, and there's no rest stop for like four hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be like my pickle story all over again. Oh boy. I would I feel like we just like open the door and piss out the side though. Yeah. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. Alright. I'm putting the last pieces together for Trump versus famous musician here. Ooh. Give me one more second. Okay. Getting the last quote in. So while Andrew's working on that, um, I'm just gonna throw this back out there again. Uh if you type in at checkout pod 15 as a podcast listener, you get 15% off anything in the store, everything in the store, whatever yeah. you want, whatever you want, take 15% off your cart at checkout by using uh, coupon code pod 15. And uh, yeah, sign up for the email list and all that good shit. See what we're doing. Stay informed, because when shows be- come back safely, like we said, we're going to hit the road, and we want people to stay informed. And, uh, you know, if you stay as a part of our email list, we uh, send out emails weekly, you know, once every Wednesday, and then we, we mention all the big things we have coming up. So that's the best way to stay in touch with us as current as possible. And, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Now we sound like a normal podcast. We had two plugs. <laughs> yeah, they except we're, crazy. They're sponsored by Let's us. Take a moment to thank our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Robert, John, and the Wreck. Yeah. We gotta, <laughs> when, when, we gotta get our sponsors. We gotta get our, that's the next step. We gotta get our sponsors together. We're, yeah. we're yeah. sponsored by sponsored Bang by Energy. Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah. yeah. I would like to give a quick shout out to uh, Streamyard. We we are powering ourselves through Streamyard. They do not yeah, uh, endorse us, <laughs> but yeah, but they 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 do a good job. And uh, QSC has been amazing uh, with us. Uh, not tonight, but every other podcast that we've done for at least this year has all been done through the QSC Touch Mix 16. And uh, I'm just out on a different area uh, tonight. So we don't have that, but we'll have that next week also. All I'm right. Ready to go. Let's yep. get started. Do it. Donald Trump or famous musician? Everyone here knows the game. If anyone at home doesn't know the game, I'm going to read quotes. And I love how you keep, you keep switching it. <laughs> I have these safe Donald Trump week, should but... be first. Well, maybe. <laughs> All right. Now that you made up your mind. I All have right. it written right. down here as Trump or musician <laughs> on my notes, so I'll, I'll read it like that from now on. I'm going to do it uh, like this. I'm if you change it, we're all going to yell at you next time. Okay. Yeah. You can yell at me. <laughs> I'm going to read Okay, so I am going to read a few quotes, and it's either going to be Donald Trump or some famous musician. It could be a modern famous musician. It could be a dead famous musician. It, it could be, be Trump Ted Nugent. now, or it could be Trump in a book, or it could be Trump uh, 30 years ago. Trump has said a lot of things, so... Or he Ted likes Nugent. To talk. Ted Nugent is a famous musician. <laughs> is this he? Is a, this is a gross abuse of the banner, Steve. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, go for it. All right. Quote number one. This one might be easier, hard, but I thought I'd just uh, put it out there. Women, you have to treat them like shit. Donald Trump or famous musician? Donald Trump. That's the easiest one ever. Famous musician. Trump. <laughs> Big T. Women, you have to treat them like shit. That's 100% Donald Trump. Nice. That was easy. A classic. <laughs> I think that's one of the ones they tried to like get him on. Like It's something he said in Playboy magazine or something like that a million years ago. And they're like, he said this. He means it. Um, let's find another one. I'm hungry for knowledge. The whole thing is to learn every day, to get brighter and brighter. That's what the world's about. Donald Trump or famous musician? Hmm. Mm. I love good musicians. It makes me feel good. I'm going musician. All right. Fuck it. I'm going Trump. That was Jay-Z. Nice. We can all choose the same thing, guys. Wait, can you repeat that quote one more time? Now that I, because th- I'm, th- I'm always thinking it's Trump, and then when you say it, I'm like, okay. But now that I, now that I know it's Jay Z, I want to hear it again. I'm hungry for knowledge. <laughs> the whole thing is to learn every day, to get brighter and brighter. That's what the world's about. Love it. That's that's a great quote. Okay. Sometimes by losing a battle, you find a better way to win the war. Donald Trump or famous musician? Just gonna guess it. 
Go a musician. Yeah, I'll go musician on this too. Ooh. That is Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, was it from a book? I don't know, probably. The thing about battles, I knew the best battles. I win the best battles. <laughs> it's but tremendous. It's tremendous. Nobody nobody wins battles like I do. I don't know why he's trying to sound like Mr. Smithers, but <laughs> Well. <laughs> Alright. This one might be tougher. Music has healing power. It has the ability to take people out of themselves for a few hours. Donald Trump or famous musician? I'm going Trump because I think he's trying to trick me. I, I'm going to go with musician. What do we got? Musician and then musician. Two musicians, one Trump. Yeah. That was Elton John. Ah, four. Warren. I think he's winning by two now, huh? I'm not doing yeah. very well. I'm well ahead of the curve. Yeah, Henry's up by two. He's always ahead of the curve. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see here. Whenever I'm making a creative choice, I try to step back and remember my first shallow reaction. The day I realized it could be smart to be shallow was, for me, a deep experience. Donald Trump or famous musician? Ooh. I feel like any musician could have said, oh, I'm yeah. like giving you guys pointers here. Well, I'm going musician, too. I feel like this could go either way very well. This is what I meant to say. Yeah. I didn't give you guys any hints, by the way. Trump. I'm going musician. Yeah. That's okay. Musician? Yep. Yeah. Trump. That was Donald Trump. Oh, five. I'm crushing it tonight. Henry's pulling away. Damn. There's no way anyone else can come back, so Henry is declared the winner tonight. <laughs> Yay. Only because there's no guests. <laughs> Usually the guests are the one who crush it because they don't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah, Micah Brown won last time. I've been trying to trick you guys. And Todd. Todd won the other Todd day. And Todd yeah. won, yeah. Todd also got one of those super cool Halloween shirts that we're promoting at the Robert oh, Jones store. Get your 15% off and everything in JoeRobertsOnTheRec.com with Bethko. Sunday, Bob Sunday, 15. Sunday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And yeah. congratulations again to Steve. I'm sure we'll be talking yeah, thank you guys. about him in real time. We'll be talking about that for That's a while. cool. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. and did we mention that uh, Toto is doing the live stream November 21st? So, oh, yes, and tickets go on sale for that uh, tomorrow uh, for all you guys on the uh, the internet tuning in live. Um, and for all of you guys listening on uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify Podcast, uh, that is now available, and you can click the link in the description to go check out tickets for that live stream show on November 21st. It's be great. It's going to be fun. Nice. Yeah. All right. And I feel like, look, we don't have to plug a bunch of crap at the end because we did it in the middle of this time. See? There we go. We did We're writing a new record. We have a bunch of new songs out right now. No, that's not true. The opposite of that. We're writing a bunch of songs. They're not out right now. They will be out soon. <laughs> They're going to be but out soon. We do soon. have What's a bunch of unreleased thing, stuff. Huh? What's in this? We do what have a bunch of unreleased, <laughs> unreleased songs on the digital box set that you can check out. We do. Yeah. On our website, which is pretty cool. 
We, there's like a lot of good stuff in the writing room. We've been talking about it. Um, so that's going to be good coming up. We have a lot yes. of cool ass merch coming up uh, for the holiday season. That's going to be amazing. Warren keeps texting about it in the middle of the <laughs> podcast. So that's how you know it's good. Just no, there's going to be a, a bunch of cool stuff. We're going to have a new. I can't. We can't talk about it yet. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're gonna, gonna have badass. to. We're gonna have to string you on a little bit longer. Yeah. But well, yeah. We didn't. Yeah. See, Yo, we we held secrets, and then it was Toto, and it might be something else. That <laughs> could be even crazier. Not gonna be as big. Could could be even crazier. But you know what? It's time for. I think it's time for little Clarence Carter to play us out. Oh yeah. Oh, we you guys do don't mind. Hell yes. Take it easy, everybody. When I start making love, I don't just make love. I be stroking. That's what I be doing. I be stroking. I stroke it to the east and I stroke it to the west.
till I know she's satisfied. And I can always tell when she gets satisfied. Because when she gets satisfied, she starts calling my name. She said, Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter. Ooh, shit, Clance Carter. The other night, I was stroking my woman. And it got so good to her. You know what she told me? Let me tell you what she told me. She said, stroke it, Clance Carter. But don't stroke so fast If my stuff ain't tight enough You can stick it up my oh, I be stroking 